When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, episode 254, The Swan Princess, Kingdom of Music. This ain't your mama's Swan Princess. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation addicts. I'm your host, Morgan Stradling. And I am Chelsea Robson. If you could turn yourself into any creature, or well, if you had to be turned into any creature and at nighttime you could turn back, what would it be? I'm going to say that I would be a lion. Lion, nice. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to have a lion growing up, and that was my my dream. Obviously, that dream did not come (laughs) true. (laughs) I think think there's something here with turning into a fowl. I think I would turn into a bald eagle just because they are super cool. They're ferocious. But I think the key is being able to fly. You know, that is just to get you long distances would be very helpful. You know, it would be you're not you're not landlocked if you're if you're a bird. True. You got to You got to fly back. You got to be fast. But I feel like you could explore a whole new world. (laughs) Well, yeah, you do have the the ability to see from the bird's eye view as it were. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to like look at your life a little bit better, you know, have that self-reflection going. I get it. I dig it. Well, today we are talking about a very fun, somewhat random movie. And this is going to be a two-part episode because this movie is kind of a dot, dot, dot to be continued at the <gasps> dun, end of it. Dun, so dun. we can't end it. So we will be doing this episode, The Swan Princess Kingdom of Music, and then next episode, we're going to be doing basically the sequel, the follow-up, the d- to-be-continued, Swan <laughs> Princess, A Royal Wedding. So without further ado, let's jump into it. So I feel like there is some context that we need to present here because the last time we talked about the Swan Princess movies, it was Swan Prin- we did Swan Princess initially in the first few episodes of the podcast. An episode amazing nine. episode, if I do say. Yes, episode nine. <laughs> the last time we did this was a few years ago. We did the Swan Princess 2 and the Swan Princess 3, which are the original direct-to-DVD. Well, no, no, excuse me, direct-to-video. That's one thing I need to change. As I was researching this, they kept saying oh, this movie is the direct-to-DVD, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, we just need to say direct-to-video. You know, it's a, 
it's simple. And that way, if the medium changes, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. But anyways, this is those were the original 2D ones. And then they stopped for a while. And then they kind of decided, you know what? Remember that Swan Princess <laughs> thing we did in the 90s? We got to bring it back. And so there are 10 of these at this point. And we are jumping all the way to the end. and we are going to be doing nine and ten so this one is the swan princess kingdom of music and so before we do that if you skip some you're you're missing some key information which i feel like you might have been a little bit confused i was maybe slightly yeah okay so i have a couple questions here and i'm wondering if you can just like answer them and tell me who these people are first okay and foremost who is elise so elise is Odette and Derek's adopted daughter. So there's one, there's one called this one princess, um, a family affair. And in it, there's this kind of orphan girl. And at the very end, they end up adopting her. That movie is okay. She's much younger. She's a young child. She's maybe eight or nine. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because they just, Oh, it's like, Oh, we're adopting great adoption representation. But I feel like they could have gone a little further with that movie. And, Maybe Odette and Derek could have been struggling with infertility to really push it over the edge. Like they've, <laughs> I mean, they've just, we really want a child. We want, we want someone, it, but they, they never expressed that in that movie. It was just like, oh, Hey, we'll adopt you. Sounds great. You know? Right. Um, so she joins the, the party at that point in time. Uh-huh. So that is the fifth one. So right after the Swan Princess Christmas, which is the fourth Swan Princess five <laughs> the Swan was the Princess a Royal. Christmas. Oh, sorry. I said, I said a Royal the family affair. It's a Royal family tale. That's where we introduce this new chapter, basically from five on. They're like, okay, it's getting a bit stale. It's getting a bit old with, with Odette. And I got it. So let's bring in a daughter. So that's where she comes to play in the next few movies. I think it's good to have you explain why you have watched all of these and how you know all of the answers. And I don't, I am the world's biggest Swan Princess super fan, if you didn't know. Actually, not really. I love the Swan Princess as much as the next 90s girl, but I ended up doing a YouTube video where I watched every single Swan Princess movie, and there's 10 of them, and I thought that was much more doable than saying, you know, I watched every every single Land Before Time or whatnot. So... You know, 10 movies, I I busted them out and I did it and it was a chore. But uh, so, yes, that's why I am so knowledgeable with the Swan Princess. So, okay, so from five, then let me let me just get you up to speed. There's Swan Princess, Princess Tomorrow, Pirate Today. So this is basically Elise's show and she becomes a pirate. Okay, so she goes off. She becomes a pirate. It's really weird. Seriously, watch my video because yes. Okay, this is where you introduce Lucas. Yeah, Lucas is kind of like her friend who it wants to be more than a friend. Always? I mean, not always when they're younger, but when in this okay. movie, right. in the not, one we're talking in number about. Number nine, Swan yes, but before. In number nine, but before they're just kind of friends. But he's like a farmer kid, but he's always hanging around with her. Uh-huh. Like they're, they're friends. So then there's Swan Princess Royally Undercover and then a Swan Princess, a Royal Mystery. And those are just kind of like throwaway films where they're just, there's some sort of mystery or some sort of something that happens and they have to, you know, figure out whatnot. I mean, those ones of all of them are probably the most throwaway of the bunch. But is that where they become the spies that she talks about in this one? Yes. In a roy- royally undercover, that's the one where they put on cool sunglasses. Oh. Everyone, including Jean-Bob, <laughs> including, they all put on these cool sunglasses and become spies. Okay. Yes. That's a thing. Wow. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> okay. Good times. <laughs> and then we jump to where they kind of jump ahead. Uh, everyone ages up except for Odette and and Derek, they right. stay exactly the same, like looking snatched, beautiful, <laughs> you know, who, I don't know how old they're probably, mm, she was like 10. So maybe they're 30 ish at this point because she's not their actual daughter. Right. Um, so this is a way like, okay, it's getting old with the young girl and she is very annoying. Like as a lead character, I'm like, can we just get, go back to Odette? Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, but they, but they like, they're in, like they're invested. They got to right. work with Elise. So at this point, in the Swan Princess Kingdom of Music, it's Elise. It's her coming out party. You know, she's right. finally a woman. And so they have this big party, but it's also this big music festival. Not so I'm going to stop it right there. A woman. Yes, yes. But before we, I know you have a few other questions, but I'm just going to kind of like set the stage real fast so people understand okay. like where this is. So director is Richard Rich. He directs all of these. He is the the man. So the studio that was involved was one Sony Wonder, Nest Family Entertainment, and Streetlight Animation um, which is, and then also Crest Animation Productions, you know, big handful involved there. The release date, August 6, 2019. Now remember, this was direct-to-video um, and streaming, so it's just been a few years since it's been out, and the next one came out the next year, and I don't have any budget or box office for you because, you know, just straight straight to the market, and they right. don't really release that because it's a private company. So, so there we go. So that's um, this. So what other... I mean, do you want to jump into more of your questions? Do you, should I explain the premise of this plot for those who probably have not watched it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, we talked about Odette and Derek. They're still a thing. And we've talked a little bit about Elise. They have an adopted daughter named Elise. It's A-L-I-S-E. Okay. Even though ever, I've never even seen that variation, but that's, <laughs> that's, uh, it's Elise, not Elise, but interesting. And uh, she's having a coming out party and they decide to do this big music festival. Basically, it's kind of like American Idol style. Yes, very much. <laughs> Where, you know, you have you have singers and then you have judges. And of course, the judges are all from, you know, the Swan Kingdom. Uh-huh. Uh, very, very biased, if you will. <laughs> but they're all from different areas of the world. There's kind of like the Swedish uh, ice skater. There's a girl from Spain-ish. There's, right. you know, the kingdom of Cathay, which is equivalent to China. So they're all, there's one from Africa or the equivalent, right? So right. in this world, they kind of have different, it's very international and they have their, they sing their different songs. But of course, that's a lot of characters, about five of these characters that are in the singing competition. And they get zero screen time, <laughs> except for yeah, their they, actual. Except for the one. And there's the one that we need to focus on, and that's Prince Lee. So Prince Lee is from the kingdom of Cathay, which is the Chinese kingdom, basically. Mm-hmm. He has a twin sister. And they come over to do the performance. His twin sister, as another little, you know, subplot, has this boyfriend who the dad does not like, did was not approving of this marriage. And so he said, you know what, I'm just going to turn your boyfriend into a dragon. It's very similar to the Swan Princess. Yes. For, for quite a few of the Swan Princess films up until this point, Odette was constantly being turned back into the swan, <laughs> and it was getting pretty old. <laughs> Let me tell you, like how many times could this girl be turned into a swan? And so they've really dropped it at this point in time. And so, but they're like, we really like it. We like people <laughs> turning into animals. And so, okay, we're gonna have this boyfriend be turned into a dragon, and it's a Chinese dragon um, that, that you know that's more snake-like. Mm-hmm. But his thing is, he only can be turned um, at sunset. So not even a full night, but it's just during like the sunset twilight time. Right. And then he, yeah. And then he, he turns back, I guess. So 
it's very strange. Um, so there's that subplot and they're trying to break the spell. And, um, yeah, so Prince Lee and Elise, you know, they hate each other. She's really rude to him. She's very unprincessy. She does a lot of really mean things to him. Um, but eventually they, you know, they start to bond a little bit and they play the harp together, which he plays the harp and she plays the harp and the harp actually looks like Odette the Swan. It is so romantic. And they have this little <laughs> moment. And then from that point on, you know, they kind of like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe this could be a little thing. At the same time, Elise has a boyfriend. Well, no, she doesn't have a boyfriend. She has um, Lucas. So going back to Lucas, who was in the earlier films. Yeah, he's her best friend. He's always there. Kind of, um, he's really into her at this point in time now that they're grown up. Well, because, okay, um, here's here's the point in time where he comes in at the very beginning and it's just like, oh, well, hello, hot guy. That apparently looks really nice. <laughs> like he just... He, and she obviously it's his it's the first time seeing him after a, enough time, you know, after puberty. It's like, OK, oh, first time. Hey, I see you differently today. And he also sees her differently. And uh, I don't understand why Rogers knew. Like, what was his relationship with Rogers? Um, I don't know. Rogers is just around. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's no, there's no relation. Okay. I didn't uh, to, know if that was no. like, yeah, they're not like uncle or anything like that. He was like connected to him in some way, uh, in the previous films or something. I mean, they were spies together in a previous film. <laughs> well, so I go. mean, that okay. does bond you. That does bond you for life. <laughs> it does bond you for life. <laughs> so he's, uh, yeah. So she sees him and he sees her and they're like, well, hello, honey. And then, they both are like, well, that's fun. Okay, cool. Bye. Well, I'll have you dance with me at my at my coming out party. So great. And it's like, mm -hmm. he comes across and I'm like, you know what? I like this guy. He seems he's got a good look. He is definitely into her and they have a they joke around, have a good bond. So I'm like, okay, okay. Like hot stuff is your you're back in the picture. Whatever that picture was. I wasn't quite sure, but that's where I was. And I was like, I really hope he doesn't turn out to be gay because that would be suck for her. Um, <laughs> I mean, I speak from experience. <laughs> it would suck. Oh. <laughs> Heartbreaking. <laughs> so, like, you have this point where Odette comes back in and I'm like, oh, Odette, you really need to buy new clothes. Like, you really just have the one outfit. Come on she, now. She has that one dress that she is just working for the past 20 years. Oh, she's, she likes it. It's her seamstress only has one pattern. <laughs> it's like, you're going to stick with this. Don't make me so outside the box. <laughs> Here's another question, though. At this point in time, they start going in and like uh, Rogers is showing around these different uh, singers and showing them all the different places. And you have the uh, Puffin leading these squirrels. Please tell me who are these squirrels and why are they here? Yeah, the squirrels show up in a previous film. I believe it's the pirate one. Yes, it is the pirate one. So on Princess Today, P Princess Tomorrow, Pirate Today, because she's like, I don't want to be a princess. I want to be a pirate. Um, and there's a whole song that they sing, you know, of course. Uh, okay. Um, they go to this island that has these sort of flying squirrels just because the plot. The plot. And... Um, yeah, then in a future movie, one of them dies. And so then like a ghost squirrel is flying around them. And I, I wish I were making this up, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, the spirit beaver. Who's he? Yeah, yeah, he's one of the squirrels. Okay. <laughs> he was, he, yeah, yeah. He's the leader of the squirrels? <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was one of them, but he, he died. So. Oh, he's a squirrel, not a beaver. Because he looked like a beaver. 
Yeah, they're they, they're really ugly squirrels. They're <laughs> okay. They're like flying squirrels, so they're kind of fat. Even okay, I think it. flying squirrels are not. But he was like a fat one. He was a fatty. Okay, fatty, fatty so <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Got so, it. Uh, yeah, they they just kind of are cannon fodder, just plot filler. Uh huh. In these movies, because it's like, oh, we got a little kid, and here we'll have this, and they're still around, unfortunately. I mean, <laughs> here's one thing that I really liked about this movie is that they really embrace just the ludicrous nature of what they're trying to do. Absolutely. At this point in time, they're like, we know this is totally bonkers. <laughs> and, We're just going to go for it. And they because really it's fun. started doing that with the Christmas special. Oh. The Swan Princess yes. Christmas with the legendary Light- lightsaber <laughs> duel between Rogers and Uberta. <sighs> and Uberta. Oh. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> this year, for sure, put it on the list. We are doing the Swan Princess Christmas. We are Christmas. definitely going to be doing that. Yes. Oh, God. For our Christmas special, we're doing the Swan Princess Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> so I really like that about this. And it starts out, and it's just so absurd. The entire thing is completely absurd, and you go with it because it is right. just that absurd. And, mm-hmm. you know, so at the very first, you, you have this Chinese opening where they're going and, and going around this little town. Uh, with the divine emperor, which I'm like, divine, honey, maybe not. But, you know, you're kind of cool. So he comes out and I'm, he's totally rocking the man bun. And you go and look at the son who's like, oh, you are the better child of the twins. Sucks to be your sister. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, uh, yep. <laughs> like, the sister, like, first off, she, like, comes, like, like sulking in there, just kind of, like, like tr- under the under the radar kind of thing. And it's just like, you look weird. What are you doing? And mm-hmm. then the, the son, I'm like, why aren't you rocking the man bun as well? I know that you're trying to come across as more contemporary, more in the now. But I just, you know what? You really would have looked better with the man bun. Or maybe I'm just into man <laughs> buns. Might be it. So then daughter or evil twin, <laughs> apparently, goes uh-huh. off and she goes over this bridge. And she's like, oh, where is my love? And then this dragon comes around. And I'm like, ooh, dragon spells. We're all about these spells over here. Uh-huh. And then, like, there's this, the whole opening is just so over the top because, like, they have this, like, really long kiss. And the sound effects on there is, like, really drastic. It's, like, super loud compared to, like, what I feel like it should be. And it's, like, really long kiss. So, like, it's, like, not just, like, a norm, like a one-second peck type thing. It's, like, an extra long, like, wow. A big smooch. <laughs> we're going at it. <laughs> and then she's he starts talking, and then she puts her finger over his mouth and is like, no, I must do this. And I'm like, oh, gosh. At this moment in time, I was like, yes, okay. We are over the top doing the one-finger silence moment. Great. I'm, I'm loving this already. Mm-hmm. And then they have this moment where they're talking back and forth, and he's saying, like, oh, yes, I know that your your father said that you couldn't marry a commoner, and but our love is stronger. And I'm just like, you know, I have a hard time believing that, considering you are now a dragon. And insert comic <laughs> book guy quote now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Birdman, you cannot marry Aqua Girl. You're from two different worlds. <laughs> so... I mean, all of this to say, like... I've wasted my life. Yes. <laughs> we are off to a great start with this. <laughs> There's a, a part in time where she's trying to stow away on the ship as 
her brother is going to visit the legendary Swan Princess, because hopefully she will know how to break this spell. Because I guess all spells are the same, broken the same way. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, hey, if anybody would have at you've least... You've broken one, you've broken them all. <laughs> I mean, it's... True love's kiss is more or less the same. Know. Variation. <laughs> right. So she gets into this, like, bag, which I am actually really impressed with the guard because he was paying attention. He saw the footprint on the on the basket thing and was about mm-hmm. to kill her, and she just, she was able to, like, jump out of the basket and and start swinging down lantern ropes, which I'm very... I'm, she's got skills major skills Mm -hmm. and then at some point in time like shoots off a firework because you know it's china and they love their fireworks i love seeing them and everybody applauds Mm -hmm. and then they have this like confetti coming out like i don't even remember why the confetti was there but i'm all for it (laughs) (laughs) so anyway i i was hooked i i say all this to say i was hooked from the very beginning and of being like, yes, this is what I've signed up for this moment. Okay, and- <laughs> yeah. So when I was watching these ones, you know, previously when I was watching the eight prior, it was, well, not the eight prior, but the, the middle drudge. Right. It was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness that's over. Okay, I got another one. But when this one came, it was like, oh, okay, like something's different here. They changed something. It's working. Okay, I can do this. And so, yeah, I actually pretty much enjoyed it. So, right. Uh, they they mixed up the formula a bit, and I, as I said in my video, like I feel like they had a Chinese investor or something, which very <laughs> very much happens. Yeah, uh, a Chinese investor will come in, and since you know they're a big investor, they have a say in what's the the programming or what's the content. And typically, it's like, well, it's gonna be set in China, right. or we're gonna have Chinese characters or whatnot. And I tried to look, and I really couldn't see. Uh, you know, their investors aren't publicly listed. There was a period of time where Crest Animations, it, actually Rich, was sold it to an Indian company in 2000, and that company went out of business in 2013. And so Richard Rich kind of uh, like bought the properties back again, and he started Streetlight Animation, and that's the current studio that he's in charge of. Um, but it seems like he's he may have other investors. But it, it's just kind of suspicious to me that it, like especially the next movie that is so heavily yeah. set in China. Uh, where previous they hadn't really done that. Uh, not I don't know either way, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were. Um, not it's not good or bad. It just it, I'm just speculating, and I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, if, um, if somebody were to come in and like, okay, now we're gonna do everything in Canada. Like what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I but mean, the it's, Chinese it's market fine, is a very but, big market. Like, okay, um, it's actually bigger weird. than. Yeah, but the Chinese market is a very big market. It's bigger than the U.S. market now, which U.S. was always the biggest movie market. So, um, you know, I understand why certain companies want to try to get their product out there and have it appeal to that for sure that market. So we shall see. Yeah, um, maybe it'll come out. Maybe it won't. But yeah, it, it actually was a nice change of pace. The international flair that we had. Yeah, and Odette not turning to a swan for once in her life. Thank goodness. Oh, you know what? She's I so will glad say, about that. It would have. Like, if it would have been truly empowering, it would have been great. At a certain point, she learns to transform herself into a swan on command. Yes. And she can just turn back and forth when needed instead of constantly being the victim and the damsel who needs to be saved by Derek in the first three films. That would have been a nice change, I think, if they were like, okay, we like the fact it's called the Swan Princess. 
it would have been nice. Like at certain point in time, she figures out how to do this herself. Yeah. That's definitely something that could have made things a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we don't have, and and this movie really, I mean, Odette is there and Derek, they're there, but it's really not their movie anymore. Yeah. Did you like it or didn't like that? So I feel like you didn't really even have to watch any of the middle in order to understand what was happening in this one because they kind of rehashed the same gimmick and the same, like even, even plot points from the first movie, they kind of like make fun of the fact that (laughs) they always make fun of Derek. (laughs) It's like, ah, yes, Uh you are the man who, who fell in love with the swung princess only for her beauty. (laughs) Just like burn. (laughs) Like oh no, and like every time oh, they they reset, like somebody else tells the story, it's always like in the worst view of how of Derek, <laughs> and he's just like, hey, I mean, like I couldn't tell the difference between her and this ragged old hag, like I just couldn't. <laughs> and I was like, oh gosh, mm-hmm. you're just making it so much worse. But I just, <laughs> I don't think that you need to do any of that, other than knowing that Elise is adopted. And there are now squirrels and a beaver slash uh-huh. dead mm-hmm. spirit squirrel and Lucas. Right. That's really all you need to know. And then you're jumping in. You're like, all right, I'll just accept the rest of it. Yep. And also, Uberta, like they they've really taken her to the best level. I think. <laughs> oh yes. And I really think that they got that from the fact that she is over the top in general, but like. I don't know. Everything about Uberta just makes me happy. At the very beginning, she goes up to the henchman dude. I forget his name. And he, she, oh, they don't have Bromley in this. What happened to Bromley? Uh, poor Bromley. He got cut. Yeah, he's there in previous ones, but he just wasn't in this one. Uberta comes in and she's yeah. talking to this dude and... She's like, you have not seen the ship yet. You have not been watching the sea 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I need you to see, you haven't been trying hard enough. See it. See the ship. (laughs) You're so weird. Oh, so great. Oh, Chamberlain. Chamberlain is the young, is the guy. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, oh, no boat. Anyway, I just love how they've just made all of these characters just ridiculous yeah she's great she's a great character and i'm glad they decided to keep her she's just so over the top and in the next movie wow she really gets over the top (laughs) what did you what did you like did you like the singing competition do you feel like it was kind of forced no i actually really liked the singing competition i thought it was really funny i thought it was like each person i didn't recognize that they were doing the american idol thing until they got to the frog and oh. Jean-Bob. And I was just like, oh, I get oh, it. And he permanently, <laughs> he downvotes everyone, whether they're good or bad. He's just, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I, yeah, well, like they got such a biased judge. They really needed to get someone else because he was not great. <laughs> it was funny, though. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. then each one of the songs, I'm like, nice. We're going to a rave. I like it. <laughs> so the songs are Shaka Boom. And that's sung by Humbalani, Vecherinka, sung by Anya, La Cascada, sung by Isabella, Show Your Colors, sung by Samar, and Goodbye, sung by Prince Lee. Yes. So there they are. I'm wondering, is the reason why Prince Lee allowed to sit with Princess Elise and Lucas just because he's a prince and everybody else is just 
an artist? Uh, sure. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, sure. Royal royal privilege. I mean, <laughs> it's because they didn't want to highlight those other right? characters because we don't have enough screen time to focus on their development and and what's their wants and what's their struggle right, and right. what's their fatal flaw. No, 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 no. They're just background characters just so we can get these two together. Yeah. Well, you have the, when the ice skating singing girl comes up, I'm like, ah, everybody's got a gimmick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, actually, I really think it would be cool if you had like a Lindsey Sterling song on here. But then Mm, I was like, ah, I'm not sure she would think this was beneath her or not. And I would just like to say right here and now that I would love it if I had a song in a Swan Princess movie. It is absolutely not below me. Nice. May I remind you and everyone that I am the one who plays catch and fire with every guest, <laughs> not just the guy who worked on this film. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so I just, and it reminded me of, uh, so at the end of our chicken little episode, which was a bit of a downer and I'm sorry about that because it just was, <sighs> I wish there were more, <laughs> but you were laughing so hard and looking forward to this one so much. And I hadn't watched it yet. And so, uh, I was like, huh, I wonder why she's so, she's so excited for me to watch this. But now having watched it, I'm like, I understand. I, I was laughing and giggling the whole time just cause I was like, I am, I'm in it. I'm here. This for is this. so much more enjoyable <laughs> than chicken little. It is so much totally more enjoyable. Like, it knows what it is and it's playing it up and it's not forcing anything. It's just like, yeah, let's do this. Let's go there. Like, we're going to be ridiculous and we're going to do this and we're going to have some fun. And the other one was just like, so disjointed. But I'm not going, we're not talking about Chicken Little. No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I'm going through even like all these little, basically when I, when I do a lot of my notes for different movies that we do on our dockets, <laughs> it's all, basically like I were live tweeting Yes, exactly. <laughs> like back every, when that was a thing. Back when that was a thing. I'm I'm basically live tweeting every every thought that I have, every snarky comment that I have. And I have so many snarky comments on this thing. Yes. It's like uh good times. <laughs> like the one there was a moment when you had the fire dance, like she had fire knives and everything, and I'm like, Yes. Did I ever tell you that my mom competed for Miss Arizona and her talent was fire knife dancing oh no that is great <laughs> legitimate that was exactly what she did and my, i don't know very many people who can say that with a yeah yeah and my grandma would always tell the story about how she would sit next like just, just off stage with a fire extinguisher just in case <laughs> oh it was great so lucas we get into this point where he's feeling the the tightness between and the there's definitely draw. I'm going to say this right away. There's definitely draw with the Prince, Prince Lee. Mm-hmm. I was going through and counting all the ways that I'm like, no, I'd be totally into this guy. Is the musician. <laughs> He's really great on horses. Uh, yeah. Uh, multilingual, dashing. All he's missing is the man bun. And I'm like, that's all you needed, dude. Mm-hmm. Just You would have been the perfect guy for me. Oh, well. Ah. <laughs> uh. Sorry that Prince Lee is not for you because he's missing the man. But maybe next time, maybe next you know, he's single he, at the end of this movie. At the end yeah, of I mean, this that's movie, thing. but not at the end of the next. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Uh. Oh, Chelsea. <laughs> but so I thought they had kind of an interesting way to break the curse for this one. So the curse yeah. for the, the boyfriend, which we haven't really talked about, the Princess Lee's boyfriend. Maylee's boyfriend. Maylee, excuse me. Yeah. Um, Maylee's boyfriend was that 
the child of the emperor must surrender true love mm-hmm. for his spell. I'm like, wow, this emperor was savage. <laughs> I do not want you to be with my daughter. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn you in to a dragon. And if you want to get out, no, you don't have any say in the matter. My daughter has to, not a, a you know, like in the first movie, a, a vow of everlasting love. This right. is the opposite. It's like a vow of, Non everlasting love. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's not even have to be a vow. It's just like I have to just surrender the love, and I thought that was just wow. Okay, got it, Dad. Right. You you really don't want me in love. Got it. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. So, uh, but you know, as we have our little frozen twist, it's not Mei Li who ends up giving up her love, but it's the brother Prince Lee. He gives up his love for Elise, and then the spell wah, wah. is broken. But then, like, what happens if he decided to fall back in love with Elise, the other guy back in chains? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it once broken, you're good? That's the I thing. Mean, like, that- the whole difference between he and Lucas, I mean, I really liked Lucas at the beginning. And I was like, man, I really, I don't want to be disappointed because you're here, but I know that there's a wedding and it's not you. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really kind of nervous about this whole thing and <laughs> so like the whole thing i'm like i really like lucas like he's a good guy and then you but you i mean you start bringing prince lee and i'm like eh, i get it i i understand why you're she, great too <laughs> you are perfectly fine like it it was kind of weird because it, it wasn't quite like elise wasn't really discovering that she really loved lucas it was everybody else doing things for her which uh-huh. i kind of bugged me it would have been stronger had she like discovered that she had liked it it was just like her telling her childhood stories and talking about how lucas oh and he, i don't know why he didn't like this he was so handsome in it you know it's like okay lee is seeing that as maybe oh she doesn't actually love me she still loves him but i mean at this point in time should have put a w- ring on it dude i don't know i was fine mm-hmm. with either mm-hmm. choice it gets to the end where spoiler all of this is spoilers. <laughs> it gets to spoiler the for nine and ten. So after Lee wins the big showdown, I don't exactly know why he was determined to be the winner because they were all quite wonderful. <laughs> There's a point where Odette is like, no matter what the outcome, and I'm like, don't do the you're all winners, Odette. You're don't do that. But she she did a variation of that. We have celebrated well, kind of the thing. Like, oh, all right, fine still a variation of you're all winners and i'm not a fan <laughs> <laughs> right we have celebrated well uh-huh sure okay so he ends up singing for the coming out party and like it was just really weird because first off he's like oh i hope that we can break tradition and instead of having odette dance with her father which is how it should be uh i'm going to odette? sing not Odette, sorry, Odette? Elise. Okay, I was like, wow. Uh, okay, ghost, come <laughs> here, Papa. <laughs> Aw. That, like, they, did, they did show him. The great animal. No, no, Dad, we took care of that. Don't worry. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we, did, we did show him earlier as she's, like, showing everybody, this was my grandfather. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember you. We liked him. <laughs> you were nice. What did you expect him to say? <laughs> it's fine, Dad. He starts singing this song, and I'm like, were you planning on singing this song for the daddy-daughter dance of I'm going to leave you? 
Like, cause that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chelsea, they only have about 90 minutes to get everything in that they need. Okay. So that is suspicious. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's like, instead of having Elise dance with her dad, Derek, we're going to skip Derek and I'm going to just have her dance with her old friend growing up. Like, <laughs> I mean, they should have had him dance first. I, I understand why they had to have him be singing the song, but it, it makes no sense. But at the same time, none of this movie makes real sense. Mm. And no. you just go with it. You just go with it. Yeah. But you also have this. Uh, this, as you're saying, this side story where Mei Li and Chang are trying, they're trying to fix this spell and Odette. Well, okay. Derek, one, one thing we didn't talk about yet was that they think, okay, who else has had a spell like this? Right. Oh, the famous, the world famous swan princess. So let's go to her and see if she can help us. I mean, I get so it. So that's the reason why the sister comes along with the boyfriend. Right. I get it. I mean, it's, I would probably end up going to them as well. Uh, who else are you going to go to? <laughs> so they, <laughs> this part where Derek's like explaining how he broke the spell. And he's like, well, I mean, she was laying there. So just go ahead and lay there and hold, cradle her like this. And well, shouldn't <laughs> I be cradled? They're like, well, yeah, I guess. So switch it up. You know, <laughs> it's just like so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but, <laughs> but once again. I loved it. <laughs> it was, it just, it knew how to play on the nostalgia just enough to be ridiculous and funny enough to make it work. So it was good. Um, and then they had the whole catch and fire scene where the uh, spirit animal guy is talking about, oh, he can do that thing where you shoot the arrow and then you shoot the arrow with the arrow and the arrow thing and He's like, uh, do I trust you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if you should. But then they have him drink, like, they shoot the arrow in order to slice the dragon scale. The dragon bleeds, they take the blood, and then they drink it, they feed it back to the dragon? I did not understand that, but it gave him a, a hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... Picking things up will be a whole lot easier now. <laughs> the side comments on this, like the 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 self aware self like side comments, just made it amazing. And once yes. you once you understand that this is what it is, you you're good. So basically, at this point in time, uh, spell's broken. Uh huh. Right. And then very quickly, it's like okay, well we we don't. Really want to wrap this up, so dot 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 to be continued. Ah, uh, bum bum bum. Like, oh, now I gotta read the next one. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and how long did it take to take I, send the other one out? Well, we'll talk about that in our next episode, but okay. about a year. Okay. Yeah. But this one was actually so good that I when I was watching, you would think, okay, you are nine <laughs> nine movies deep into a Swan Princess movie. You are probably dead you are done you do not want to watch that 10th one just because you've been slogging through these things right however i will say that as soon as this one got done i was like pop in the next VHS. <laughs> like i gotta Make see what's up. next yeah. <laughs> i did right away watch the next one and uh it's we will talk about it in our next episode we will we but i i 
I do see how the other ones, because I remember specifically watching the Christmas one and like hardly being able to finish it because it just, I'm pretty sure she turns back into a swan. And I think the fact that that was part of the, the plot made it just tired. Mm-hmm. And I also w- didn't know what to expect. Like I, I really wasn't expecting the lightsaber duel. <laughs> They're really great at keeping you on your toes. <laughs> so I was so confused, but because I, I knew that that's what they were doing at that time when I watched it back in 2015, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I was ready for the breaking the fourth wall in this a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. They've established that at this point in time. Yeah. Like this is how we roll. So this <laughs> we ain't know your this- mama's, this ain't your mama's small princess. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to be continued. Yes. I was glad that I watched this and I was glad that I really was able to. Gl- I wish you would have watched it with Marissa. Oh yeah. I feel like she would have loved it. I think she would have. <laughs> and her comment, her comments would have been golden. I'm sure. <laughs> Yes, she's the best. Well, here's the thing. She doesn't necessarily comment mid-movie. She'll watch an entire movie, take it in, and then on a replay is when she'll make oh, comments. then she has all yes. her commentary on the <laughs> cup ready to go. She knows what she's been cool. thinking about, which yeah. I get. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been that would have been epic. I should have her watch it sometime because that was fun. Nice. So just on, there's a random swanprincess.fandom.com. Oh. They have a trivia section and it's just really random who decides what is trivia and just one of them is like uh, one of the trivia elise is involved in a love triangle between prince lee and lucas like you know that's called a plot point not a piece of trivia (laughs) (laughs) to break the spell on chen is that a child of the emperor must surrender true love again that's a plot point which you listed in 27 paragraphs above you know because on these fan sites they're like we are not constricted by wikipedia's terms right you know wikipedia is like keep it concise guys we know you're super fans but like keep it readable <laughs> but on these these uh, fandom websites they're like go for it you, you want the <laughs> do you want the the youth novel or whatever it is the novelization sure yeah, just put just copy and paste it right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um on the next the next movie also has some funny funny ones of these but oh, good. About that. i'm like yeah that's that's not trivia that's not the definition of trivia but that's cool <laughs> fine whatever so what would you rate this movie oh as a real critic if i gave this anything <laughs> higher than like a three people would look at me like you are are the worst <laughs> critic all right and i get it i understand but at the same time this is my nostalgia feeding into this and the difference of experiences back to back of watching and talking about uh, Chicken Little versus this. It just was so refreshing and I would definitely give it like four stars. Wow. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I was just I was I really wanted to be live watching this with all of the patrons. That's how oh, much I was. We should have done it. I know. We should have planned something like this would have been amazing. For the Christmas one we have to do. It. Yes. This would have been amazing to just live watch and just like totally tear it apart because it it is it's so worthy of being tear, torn apart. Yeah. But it is also just so enjoyable just to let it sink in <laughs> that this yes. is what it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm I'm glad that my hunch that yeah. hey, this was actually a pretty okay movie, enjoyable, was yeah. 
was not just me and that you enjoyed it as well because that happens sometimes where I'm like it's amazing and people are like what are you right. talking about right right but I know if I like it typically Chelsea will um, so I feel I feel validated okay good <laughs> so with that um you know I'm I'm between like three and a half and four I think I'm gonna give it a 3.75 okay it's it's funny. It's good. It's much better than the previous ones that at a certain point in time, you're like, Oh, like, why are we doing this again? This is weird. Um, but this one actually had some really good moments. Elise grown up is so much better than young Elise. She seems very uh, aware of herself. Yes. Yeah. Where before she was just kind of obnoxious and young. Okay. And that's fine for one movie. But after that, it's like, okay, let's move on. You know, can we, can yeah. we get princess Odette back? <laughs> the line is princess Odette turns into a swan please but um yeah so this one was better and i actually really liked the addition of prince lee and may lee and that little storyline i thought it was a fun twist on you know if someone's got to turn into something you know that's our shtick okay well hey <laughs> let's let's have to be a dragon this time but like that gotta and have uh, yeah 3.75 there you and, go and hey the fact that it just had that cliffhanger and i actually really wanted to say okay next and i did <laughs> is a good a good good sign i agree all right so let us know what you guys thought about this movie if you think we're crazy it's fine we understand <laughs> <laughs> we embrace the fact that we just upvoted this to almost four star for morgan four stars for me <laughs> like no shame I no shame, no shame. <laughs> if i'm looking at like okay Honestly, if you're critiquing this as like, oh, something snooty, this would probably be like a 1.5, like two star thing. But I gave a two star to the Chicken Little. I didn't enjoy it. This one, I enjoyed it. So here we go. You know what? And that's really all that matters at the end of the day. There you Don't go. be embarrassed, Chelsea. I am not. I you feel strong. what you feel and your feelings <laughs> are real. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Animation Addicts podcast. You can find all of our show notes and link to my epic video where I watch and critique all of the Swan Princess movies. Go to rotoscopers.com slash 254. And our next episode, we're not going to be doing a nerdy couch discussion. We will be jumping right in to the next movie, the sequel of the 50th sequel of this <laughs> the swan princess 10 also known as the swan princess a royal wedding get ready buckle up it's gonna be fun and until next time we, we are, are the rotoscopers indoor plumbing it's gonna be big Hello. Wow. I'm recording. So I'm suddenly so much more peppy. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do it. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> this is real life. Hey, what's up? Hey. hey, welcome to the Animation Addicts podcast. Yep. I mean, it is what it is. Everyone has their recording voice. Got to add, uh, you know, a couple decibels. Add you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. energy level add up to nine. Poof. Yes. It's our podcast. We do what we want. <laughs> Whatever. Do what I want. You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts.
And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag animation addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and interviews. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.